You are now listening to the hottest station. WDJC DB. DJ Chase Radio. www.djchaseradio.com. Why are there fences around the graveyard? Because people are just dying to get in. Do you get it? Do you get it? (laughs) These jokes are so bad. Welcome, everybody. This is an all-new Downright Sports. And do you know what time it is? You just can't shoot through You gon' shoot who? Not even on your best day Rollin' the Wild West way giving it up Leaving the whole world stuck Not giving a fuck Late in the cut Now we break through in the rut Come on, it's here No one's juice, baby Fill up a cut Quick to grab Mary Jane By the butt and squeeze Loosen up, let your hair down And join the festivities Overcrowd the house Like lockdown facilities Bitches be quick to give me brains While I push the rain Going up and down my dick Like a stock exchange Rearrange the whole game With my rugged sound Won't even say your own name when I come around Stay on top but remain from the underground To the seat and we all in the family Rearrange the whole game with my rugged sound Won't even say your own name when I come around Stay on top but remain from the underground To the seat and we all in the family Ever since Exhibicus been been on some pimp shit Approach every woman like a potential mistress Shine bright, make sure that I stay tight Cause tonight I might meet my next ex-wife Mr. Big Chief Reefer Exhibit uses dick like a visa I'm running through and money come out Running your mouth, I have somebody running your house Rower your sponsor, have a little fun in the couch Yeah, you know that it was bound to happen I can't give you what you lacking Whenever you hear them other niggas rapping Rocking chains, stadiums, palladiums, crack craniums My whole skeleton is dipped in titanium Drop top, 10 and on 20s Using rappers like crash test dummies Stacking real estate and money It's funny how things change overnight When you thinking right I beat the odds like I beat on his first wife X. Rearrange the whole game with my rugged sound X. Won't even say your own name when I come around X. Stay on top but remain from the underground X. To the seat and we all in the family X. Rearrange the whole game with my rugged sound X. Won't even say your own name when I come around X. Stay on top but remain from the underground X. To the seat and we all in the family What an event, we hardcore 100% Making this dick, Los Angeles Probably 
possess the real deal. How does it feel? No special effects. Take the chain off your neck, demand the respect. Now all your conversations sound strange to me. Seems like everybody around me done changed but me. I stand alone on my own two feet. Stab a track, strangle the beat. Restless, no time for sleep. Niggas be weak, I'm concrete like Benjamin Grimm. It's a very thin line between the foe and the friend. Straight to the gym. Not these niggas again. Call Doc, bounce to the spot and slide right in. I ain't trying to see nothing but progress. Regardless, home of the heartless. Move right, remain cautious. Represent nothing but the hustle and struggle. Hennessy rock, plenty of ice, make it a double and scream. Rearrange the whole game with my rugged sound. X. Won't even say your own name when I come around. X. Stay on top, but remain from the underground. X. To the Z, and we all in the family. Rearrange the whole game with my rugged sound. X. Won't even say your own name when I come around. X. Stay on top, but remain from the underground. X. To the Z, and we all in the family. So there you have it. A, B, C, D, P, G, C. X to the motherfucking Z. Mr. Exuberant, extravagant, extraordinary, exciting, exolata, exo with a little bit of ecstasy, and xing your bitch ass out if you're trying to test the G. And what's the recipe? Excalibur weaponry, and we shoot exceptionally. That there's hot. X marks the spot. Fuck nah. X spots the marks. Exclamation point, niggas. Listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all new Downright Sports, and I am your host, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, back again for another week. Another new show. If you never listened to Downright Sports before, it is a sports show for sports fans. Spoken to all sports fans by the notorious sports critic, the sports fan. I don't know if I'm the sports fan, but it's a tagline and it sounds good. Welcome to a new show. You can always listen to the show on all major podcast platforms. Every Wednesday, new episodes air on DJ Chase Radio. New episodes also air on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play every Wednesday. But you can download the show anytime. Listen to old episodes. Have a lot of fun. Go crazy. You know? Whatever. Uh, You can also uh, follow the show at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can follow me at Twitter, BrentReed18, where, you know, I have a lot of fun on Twitter. So, side note. I was up late one night, and I was hanging out. It was uh, Allie and me. We were just chilling. And uh, believe it or not, I uh, started listening to some Action Bronson. Love Action Bronson. And I was like, God, this guy is so good. Like, listening to Action Bronson is like listening to jazz. And I said, I'm going to tweet that. And I did. And I got Action Bronson to retweet it. And it got, like, it just blew up. It was probably... It's like, great. You know, it's like, all right, the Notorious one is out there. I don't know how many new fans of the show I got for it, but hey, that's a start. So, why am I wearing this Jet shirt, ironically? Because the NFL's long-awaited nightmare is finally over. That's right, kids. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers of California 
drafted in 2005 by the Green Bay Packers to replace Brett Favre. It wasn't until 2008, something like that, he got his start. I think it was like three years when he got his start. Anyway, the Jets finally got their man. They got a 38-year-old man. As if the Jets is a divorcee looking to get back on the market and find love the second time around. Or in the Jets case, a hundred and something times around. The Jets got Aaron. This has been speculated for a long, long time. It's finally happened. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Nobody else was in the market, I don't think, for Aaron Rodgers. There wasn't any other conversation. There wasn't any other kind of... uh, You didn't hear any rumblings from anybody. Any of the pundits, if you will... Where Aaron Rodgers is going. No, it was he's going to the Jets. And then Aaron Rodgers went on his version of um, his propaganda machine, the Pat McAfee show, which I love Pat McAfee, good guy. But Aaron Rodgers goes on and he looks like, you know, he's the sports version of Nicolas Cage. And he decides he's going to go to, I want to play on the Jets. Pretty much what he said. I want to play on the Jets. And looks like Aaron Rodgers is heading to the Jets. And he is. And the Jets gave up a lot to get Mr. Aaron Rodgers too much, if you ask me, for a 38-year-old quarterback. Now, for a lot of you, you're like, well, Tom Brady, blah, 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 blah. There's a difference. You know, Tom Brady looked like he was never slowing down. Where last season, Aaron Rodgers didn't look like the Aaron Rodgers everybody loved. You know, it looked like, hmm, he may be on the downside. Now, what did I write on the script? So, basically, what does this mean for Jets fans? It means that the Jets went for broke. It means if you're a Jets fan, you should be happy today, but you should be sad tomorrow. Because this trade gave up this year's first pick, first round pick, which is a 15th pick. This year's fifth pick, um, net, uh, this year, no, yeah, 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 they gave up this year's first pick, this year's fifth pick, they gave up a sixth round pick, next year they also gave up a second round pick, so, and it's conditional on top of that, it, so it's probably got all kind of strings attached to it, so if you're the Jets and you haven't had a quarterback in a long time. Like the last franchise quarterback, hold on, breaking news. The Atlanta Hawks are now ahead of the Boston Celtics 116 to 115 in the elimination game with eight seconds left and they went to commercial break. I'll come back. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers when they come back from commercial break. For those of you watching live, you're going to get a live play by play. That's going to be kind of fun. Never did a basketball one. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers, without a doubt, is going to the Hall of Fame. No question. But, you know, he has one Super Bowl. Tom Brady at the time had six when the uh, Bucks was like, yeah, we'll take him. You know, if you're the Jets and you haven't had a true, true, like the definition of a franchise quarterback is someone you build a future with. They have zero future with Aaron Rodgers. The Jets right now are a single person that decided to get with a, a, a rich millionaire, billionaire, before they decide to pass away. And we're going to hopefully get a, the last two good years out of this billionaire before he dies. And hopefully he leaves me something. In the Jets case, hopefully he leaves them a Super Bowl. All right. The, the game is back. This is game five of the NBA first round. Let's see what happened here. 
to uh, Boston went to the basket, called a charge foul. Um, bad call. Was it a charge? No, it was not. It was a blocking foul. I'm getting this real late. Nobody's feeding me. I'm giving to you this raw anyway. It looks like they're gonna Boston's gonna shoot two foul shots. It looks like uh, Trace Young is on this bench. Did he foul out? Uh, both teams have a timeout. No fouls to give. No challenges. If uh, he hits this, who's at the line? And he hits the first one. It's a tie game again. White is at the line. Is it Reggie White? Is that his name? No, Reggie White was a football player. I don't know what this guy's name is. I don't follow the Celtics. Who cares? I'm a Knicks fan. The Knicks is in the plus. Anyway. Oh, no. Derek White. Here we go. Derek White. He is an 88% free throw shooter. He's one. He just first foul shot all night. This one, if he hits it, the Celtics take the lead. They regain the league again. And just like on Clockwork, Atlanta calls a timeout. And is TNT going to go to commercial? Let's see if TNT goes to commercial. They do go to commercial. And what commercial is? It's a progressive commercial, as always. Back to Aaron Rodgers. I love doing this. Anyway, you you ask yourself, you're a Jets fan, you shouldn't be happy. Like, this is the worst thing that could have happened for your team. The problem is, you don't really have a choice because the Jets have a poor history since Joe Namath. They have not picked a franchise quarterback since Joe Namath. They've had some opportunities in my lifetime. You had Chad Pennington. You had Mark Sanchez. Uh, Geno Smith, they probably going, damn, we should have just held on to him a little longer. And that seems to be the case with the Jets is they don't give their quarterbacks enough breathing room. Uh, Zach Wilson just got drafted by the team like last year, the year before last. The guy before that, Sam Donaldson, was like two, three years ago. He's now, he's not even there anymore. They don't give the, they don't give the coaches enough time. They don't give the the quarterbacks enough time. For some reason, the team with only one Super Bowl has it in their mind that they are the Dallas Cowboys, that they are the Pittsburgh Steelers, that they are the San Francisco 49ers. Heck, they think that they're the Giants. They're not. They're the Jets. They're the 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 in, in the sports world equivalent. If you're a New York fan, they are the Mets. There are the Yankees, a.k.a. the Giants, and then there are the, the Jets, a.k.a. the Mets. You're not, you're like, it's okay, you're, you have a place in the world, but realistically, like, know your, know your lane. Like, you, you keep going for it, but you go for it recklessly. All right, we're getting ready to go back to the NBA. This is like the OJ chase, keep cutting out of my show. All right, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, Atlanta's getting ready to inbound the ball. I can't see the name on the back of Jersey. Jersey's Webs. We're not there. I think Bay's got the ball. Al Hoffer trying to block him in. They get it to Trey Young. He's in the backcourt. Trey Young's keeping it the whole way. Four seconds left on the clock. Young for three from deep. He hits it. Trey Young hits it to take the lead. 119 to 117, leaving a, a 1.8 seconds left on the clock. He rubbed his arm saying he's icy and cold. He shot that practically from the logo and another commercial break as Boston takes a timeout. Trey Young, no fear. All the defense in the world on him, but they played too loose on They allowed him to get the Like, let me give you, it was eight seconds left. They allowed Trey Young to get the ball, pick a momentum on a dribble, and the guy has Steph Curry ability from shooting the ball from wherever. He has ice water in his veins, and if the this shot holds up, if Celtics can't win, they're going back to Atlanta for game six. And this is a team picked to go to the finals. And they're letting the Atlanta Hawks, a team that nobody even knew was in the playoffs until tonight. <laughs> That's a joke. But giving them an opportunity. And right now we're getting a commercial for the new Max, formerly known as HBO Max. 
I don't care. Just stop uh, increasing the rate for it. That's all I care about. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to start talking, and then all of a sudden it's going to come back. The game's going to come back. All right, so if we look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers, as soon as I said it, watch. And they're back. <laughs> 1.8 seconds left in game five of the NBA first round. And look at this. Trey Young, he even he had enough time to hit a jab step on uh, on Brown. Like, Jalen Brown, you can't let him. You, you better off fouling him, giving him two shots. You let him just take that shot. In the old NBA, everybody would have ticked that. In today's NBA, no. All right, Boston inbound. They looked at They inbound the ball. Offer turns it over. And they say it's Boston's ball with zero point five seconds left. Chef thinks I'm upset. I'm not. I'm excited, Chef. You go sit down, buddy. He's underneath the table, my co-host. And they're going to uh, make it a substitution real quick. And we're trying to, uh, let's see... Uh, Williams, Reggie Williams is in the game. Reggie Williams Jr., excuse me, Jr. 0.5 seconds. Jason Tatum has to get the ball here. He has enough time for the shot. Catch and shoot. That's it. And we're looking here. Al Horford's going to inbound the ball. They look like they were just trying to get a quick two down in the paint with Al Horford, but Atlanta with a deflection. Here comes the book pass. The shot! He misses D to hit the rim. Atlanta takes game five, and that is all the coverage we need. Anyway, so we were talking about Aaron Rodgers, if you're just tuning in, and he's going to the Jets. Now, let's look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers, shall we? Shall we? All right, so last year, Rodgers threw 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. It's better than anything the Jets have done. The season before that, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, and then a couple seasons, it looks like he was kind of, like, hurt. But for the most part, you're going to get 30 to 40 touchdowns out of the guy. The Jets, that's kind of what, you know, they haven't had that ever, right? He's 64% completions. His quarterback rating is out the wazoo. But he's 39, and 39 sneaks up on you very quick. Peyton Manning. One year, Peyton Manning was spectacular. The next year, he was old. Tom Brady. Last year, oof, Tom could go forever. This year, you start, you start seeing why he decided, I think I need to step away. That's what retirement, that's what age does. Like, I'm not a pro athlete. I'm telling you right now, what I did last year, I sure as heck can't do this year. I went bowling yesterday, and I am in pain from bowling. Like, ow. You know what I'm saying? So, the Jets are expecting a guy who doesn't go to minicamp, doesn't do two-a-day, doesn't do any of the things that it would take to get him in a routine with his team, and he's just going to walk in and tell the team, hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to win. Eh. If you look at the list, of since Joe, Mon- Joe Namath, Joe Namath was drafted by the, the New York Jets in 1965, won them a Super Bowl, the only Super Bowl. After that, they had a bunch of guys. Ken O'Brien looked like he was around for a while. Then they had Boomer Siason, who looked like he was there for a few seasons. Vinny Testaverde, forgot about Vinny. Vinny was a good dude. Vinny was there. But then you got the Chad Pennington, who was there for a while. Then you then Brett Favre, 2008. Funny, 2008 is the same year Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre. Fast forward to now, and we repeat in history. Who replaced Brett Favre? Oh, a little guy known as Mark Sanchez. 
But Mark Sanchez only got a three-year run before the Jets turned around and drafted Geno Smith. And then they went with the Ryan Fitzpatrick and then Josh McCown. And, like, the list just goes on and on. Like, I'm practically almost named every Jets quarterback. Some franchises are fortunate. They never have to deal with that. In the Jets' case, they do. What is the ceiling right now? Is the ceiling the playoffs? Is the ceiling a trip to the Super Bowl? Is the ceiling an AFC championship appearance? It's all those things. It literally, It's all those things. For the Jets to look their fans in the face and feel like this move was a successful one, Aaron Rodgers, number one, has to get the Jets to the playoffs. Number two, has to get the Jets um, to the AFC championship. Number three, if the Jets just make it to the Super Bowl, that would be considered successful. Winning it doesn't have doesn't matter in this case. For Aaron Rodgers, him getting back to the Super Bowl for the first time in over 10 years would be redemption for him because he has not been to the Super Bowl since he won his only one, which is like 10 years ago. The Jets haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1969. Funny how that works. So you put them in a scenario where it can happen. Aaron Rodgers just taking the Jets to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is elevated to a whole different planet. Like he is... He's Patrick Ewan. He's he's everybody. You know, he's every great New York hero every New York fan has ever had. But if the Jets don't make it to the Super Bowl, this was a waste. It really was. If he like they don't like if he just made them competitive, they could have got anybody. I said they should have went and got Lamar Jackson. What they gave up for Aaron Rodgers, they could have gave up for Lamar Jackson. Much better player. Younger player, more upside. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, like, first of all, Aaron Rodgers has been in... I got one other thing I wanted to kind of touch on. Aaron Rodgers has been playing in Green Bay in the Midwest. The reporters are a little kinder. Aaron Rodgers, you you had a tough game, you know? Yeah, I had a tough game. You guys are asking some tough questions. In New York... This is how it will go. Yo, you you came and you, you, you can't win? You can't get a dub? Like, what's up with that? Uh, Aaron, Aaron, you were out last night smoking hookah or whatever you do. Don't you think you should have put more emphasis in playing the game, bro? Like, he has only experienced New York reporters as a visitor. You're going to live here now. Like, you're not going to live in Green Bay. Like, that commute from Green Bay to New York is not going to happen. You're either going to move to Connecticut, Jersey, or live in Manhattan. We're outspoken people. And when our teams don't do good, sex Julius Randle. Yeah. Ex Derek Jeter. Ex any great athlete that came to play in New York. Ex Joey Galloway, who's in Minnesota tearing it up, but couldn't play for crap in New York. It's a different client, man. Just saying. As OJ Simpson says on Twitter, I'm just saying. Hey, real quick. Other sports franchises that never get it right, the Clippers which we're going to touch on in the next segment. The Mets pff, never gets it right. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, the Oakland Raiders. Teams that just keep making the same stupid mistakes over and over again. It's kind of interesting. Makes you wonder. It's like the Jets is literally in the NFL. they just like, ah, you print money because you're a New York franchise. But dang, you guys make some stupid decisions. Whew. And I know you're thinking, Brent, you're hating. No, I said if he make, takes him to the Super Bowl, it's successful. If he doesn't, I will be here to remind you. 
they better make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. And it better not be a wild card. Like, they better win the AFC East. Like, here's the thing. He's going to play in the AFC East. Bruh, he was in the NFC West, like, chilling. Like, his biggest competition was, like, Detroit. No disrespect to Minnesota. Like, Noah, I love you. But you got Kirk Cousins. Like, we all know how terrible he is. But, like, you couldn't win in the NFC North. You're going to play against Buffalo, New England, Miami. Like, them, those teams is good. Like, those are not, like, you're not going, like, he, he should have went to the Texans. You had a better chance there. He should have went to the Colts. Anyway, this is Daryl Ray Sports. We're going to wrap up the first segment, if you will. Uh, if you're watching live on Facebook, we appreciate it. Come, We're going to take a break. It means it's going to go black, and then we're going to come back. Uh, I don't know what happened. My Instagram feed went out, uh, but the show must go on. Uh, if you like the show, follow, like, and subscribe at YouTube, uh, Facebook, at the Facebook, uh, Downright Sports Facebook page. Go to Downright Sports Instagram and TikTok and follow me at Twitter at BrentReed18. Also, go to Doobie. Go get your cup, get your shaker, get your new energy drink, the number one energy drink for gamers. Uh, use the promo code PLAYER1. Yes, Tim, you got to use the code for it to work. Anyway, uh, when we oh, download the DJ Chase Radio app right now. Download it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You, I mean, we'll talk about that in the next segment. Plugs all day. Plugs all day. All right, when we come back, segment number two, this is Downray Sports. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo man, you remember that shit Easy did a while back? Motherfucker said wasn't gonna work. What old crazy shit? Yeah, the stupid shit, man. Shit dope. Hey yo, Easy. Hey man, we should come off the piano for a minute, man, and bust this crazy shit. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young niggas at the pad throwing up gang signs. Ran in the house and grabbed my clip with the Mac 10 on the side of my hip. Bailed outside and pointed my weapon. Just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back and side to side. Then I let the Alpine play. play, play. Bumping new shit, buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old shit, it went something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6'4. Jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Trying to steal an alpine Chasing up the street to call a truce 
The silly motherfucker pulls out a deuce deuce. Little did he know I had a loaded 12 gauge. One sucker dead LA Times front page. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. So I went to a spot where my homeboys chill. The fellas out there making that dollar. I pulled up in my 6'4 Impala. They bring me with a 40 and I start drinking. And from the eight ball, my breath starts sticking. Left to get my girl to rock that body. Before I left, I hit the buck party. Went to a house to get her out of the past. Dumb hoe said something that made me mad. She said something that. Couldn't believe, so I grabbed a stupid bitch by a nappy ass weed. Started talking shit, wouldn't you know? Reached back like a pimp, slapped the hoe. My father jumped up and he started to shout, so I threw a right across and knocked his old ass out. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Go by another. Walking home and I see the G ride. Now cat is driving kilo on the side. As they busted a U, they got pulled over. An undercover cop in a dark green Nova. Cat got beat for resisting arrest. He socked the pig in the head for ripping his guest. Now G is caught for doing the crime. Fourth offense on the boy. He'll do some time. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your cart. Knowing nothing in life. But to be legit, don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Attempted murder, cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Yeah, I kicked a little ass. But that was a blast from the past, motherfucker. Busy, y'all. 
working. We're safe. America is secure. You want my property? You can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I have successfully privatized world peace. All right, little Tony Stark there. <clears throat> so the NBA playoffs, as uh, breaking news, uh, the Boston Celtics uh, lost to the Atlanta Hawks tonight, forcing the Hawks forcing a game six going back to Atlanta. The favorite Boston Celtics, a team, you know, people had going to the championship, and quite frankly, they played a you know. They played all that, you know, you played until June of last year. You had a long year. Your head coach was, you know, taken away from you. Like, the Atlanta series is supposed to be your layup series. It's supposed to be the series where, you know, you catch a quick break. But, you know, they're professionals. Atlanta's, you know, they're they're kind of a team built for the playoffs. They, you know, regular, they don't care about the first 82. But they care about when it gets to that first, you know, that playoff round. But, Boston right now and Atlanta are going to now their sixth game. Um, currently, right now the Suns and the um, excuse me, the Suns and the Clippers are playing, and it's a good segue because the Clippers are one of the teams that's going through so much injury. Currently, right now, as I take gum out of my mouth, I chew gum on the brakes, keep my mouth from getting dry. Um, so the injuries and suspensions seem to to me are the biggest storylines. Of this year's postseason, uh, from the Clippers standpoint, it's Kawhi Leonard, um, new doctor of uh, new doctor of uh, humane studies. And, <laughs> I'm joking, but new doctor of uh, all ailments. Uh, from we, from what I understand, was self diagnosed. It was like I'm hurt, and <laughs> just it's sitting out. And um, you know, where when your team has to start defending, oh no, 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 he's not taking the break. No, 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 this is not. Um, this is not rest or nothing like that. That tells me there's some nonsense to this. Um, Paul George got hurt before the playoffs started, unfortunately. And, um, you know, now Paul Russell Westbrook went from looking like he was having a redeeming season, second part of the season going to the Clippers, to now being asked to lead the Clippers to another game, just give them another game. Um this, uh, he, the Clippers is not the only one that got, has got hit with the injury bug. The Memphis Grizzlies, uh, um, John Morant, his hand is messed up. Um, DeAndre, De'Aaron Fox is now hurt for the Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo's back. Like everybody, like this time of year, a lot of people are hurt. But like these are injuries that like whew, guys would be out. And then they got the suspensions. The suspensions all over the place. Which is like, what is going on? If you're like, if you're the NBA and you're trying to appeal to, you know, the large audience and you're really trying to compete with the NFL and what the NFL does and all this stuff, right? The thing the NFL does is make sure that their product is available, like, period. Their best are out there, period. And in the case of the NBA, their best decide to sit out or get, you know, or just injury prone. And I, I don't know, maybe because of the Internet, because of social media, a lot of injuries are under a more microscope. We see them more. But I've been watching the NBA since 1991. And I, I honestly don't remember this many marquee players hurt like all the time like this, like. 
Patrick Ewing was hurt every year, but if you were a Knicks fan, like the season started tip off, Patrick Ewing was hurt, but he was there every postseason. And he played until he couldn't. I remember the 99 playoffs. DJ Chase may hate me for bringing this up. I remember the 99 playoffs. Patrick Ewing crawled into that playoff. Like he earned the moniker the Warrior. And he got the team, the team got into the finals and he was done. He couldn't play in the finals. His knees just gave out on him. It was just it. But. That's kind of what we don't, you know, it's like, geez, these guys are just hurt. Like, John Morant's out there, his hand taped up, he's trying to make it work. Like, they're doing the best they can, but the fact that the NBA now wants to add a little tournament in the middle of the season, like, you need to figure out, like, if it's the, um, if it's the the new training regimens, is what they eat. Like, you got to figure out, because guys are getting hurt, and they're hurting bad, you know what I mean? They're getting hurt. And then it brings me to LeBron who just keeps finding the fountain of youth. I think LeBron breaks marrow off of it. Like, he breaks the bones of, like, <laughs> small children somewhere and drinks their, mar- their marrow so he can just live on. He, mm, I must live on. Ah, keep playing. Keep playing. Like, I watched the end of that Laker game last night, and by God, is Le- LeBron a freak of nature? Like, he, like, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers getting old. LeBron, like, the sad part is he doesn't look like the LeBron of 10 years ago. But this LeBron is still better than 85% of the league today. Like, that's the crazy part. And I believe the fact that he is playing so hard, he's going so he's playing 48 minutes. Like, he doesn't rest. Is the reason why you see Anthony, like Anthony Davis has a second gear in him and you can see it like, oh God, like Anthony Davis is literally like, I can't sit and watch LeBron at 109 years old outplay everybody. Like Anthony Davis was brought to the Lakers to make sure LeBron didn't have to play 49 minutes. And it's, it's, listen, I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan, but I respect talent. And I definitely respect greatness. And everybody right now should bear witness to like what we're seeing. Now, some of the like Hulk Hogan like stuff he's doing, where he's like telling everybody how great he is, that's a little annoying. But if he if he did it playfully, like we didn't care when Ali told you would get great because it was playful. It had a cool rhyme to it. Like LeBron's just talking. Like he is literally every old head on the corner just telling you how good he is. Like, I want to hear that. Like, it's annoying, bro. Like, say it cool. Make fun of somebody. Do something. But, will the Lakers run out of gas? Because that's the question. I I watched that game close. And Michael Wilbon, if you ever watch PTI or anything, NBA Countdown, or you used to read the Washington Post, Michael Wilbon used to say, the NBA is built for old players. And nothing rings more true to that statement. If you watch, like, if you watch that Lakers Memphis game last night, that was a game where you saw the old griddle, you know, the old man show the young bucks. All right, y'all can run all up and down the court. Let me show you how this really is done. Let me slow it down. Let me get maniacal. Let me massage this one out. And you can see, just look at Miami. Miami's a little older team. They see Milwaukee's banging up. They're just running through them. Like, we're just going to run through you. We're going to just take it down. We're going to hit you with the mid-range jumpers. And you're seeing that. Like, if Golden State beats the Kings, it's because 
Golden State's the veteran team. I really want the Kings to win. I'm kind of like I'm a little worn out with this Golden State run because it's just not cool. Like they're lame. I'm sorry, they're the nerds at the table. They're lame. But will the Lake? If the Lakers get past my Memphis, which they only got to win one game and they can get past. Them. The question is, will they have enough gas to keep going? So right now, as constructed, uh, the Lakers beat Memphis. They have to wait on the winner of the Golden State, uh, the Golden State and Sacramento series. Where honestly, the Lakers should want Golden State. In my opinion, that's a better matchup for them because I think the Kings contradicts what I said. The Kings are a little younger, but somebody the Lakers got to run it eventually. That Tesla is going to need to be recharged. Because that's what LeBron is. He's a Tesla. You plug him up and he keeps driving. But they only have, Tesla's only have like 300 miles before it just needs to be recharged. And how soon before LeBron needs to be recharged? Like, you could recharge him. But then you got Anthony Davis that's made out of shrap metal and explodes every time he makes contact with something. So, you know, the Lakers are on borrowed time. And they have to... They have to finish off Memphis. They cannot go to a sixth game. They can't go to a seventh game. Like, Memphis is going to go into their home. Is the game tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. They're going to go into their home arena, and they're going to want it more than anybody. And John Morant, hurt or not, is going to play like a man possessed. But if you're the Lakers and you're LeBron, like, that's one of them games you're going to have to do like a Jordan drop 50 and make your point, like... But if you go back and watch the playoffs, like the 90s, Jordan would drop 50, but them games would be close. He, like, he had 50 points, but the final score would be, like, 95 to 82. No, I mean, 95 to, like, eight, uh, 90... What did I say? 95? 95 to 93. I don't know why I got tongue twisted on that one. I was just like, what the heck am I talking about? So, I don't know. But the biggest story of the playoffs, in my opinion, and every diehard New Yorker, is how the Knicks... Are up three to one on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and if the Knicks just go to the next round, this would this was one of the best New York Knicks seasons I have witnessed in a lot of years because there wasn't any drama, there wasn't any nonsense. The Knicks were a fifth seed; they was a solid fifth seed. Um, Jalen Brunson has emerged as one of the better point guards in the game. Um, you know, he is definitely, definitely taking the, the heart and soul of New York. He goes to play. Like, there's nothing. If you're, an, if you're a basketball fan and you were born in any of the five boroughs, including Harlem, <laughs> the thing you appreciate more than anything is a guard that can handle the rock and score. And we, you know, we had a glimpse of that when we, you know, you had... Um, Jamal Crawford, we had Stephon Marbury, you know, you had all these guys before, but they didn't do what Jalen Brunson and this Knicks team is doing. This Knicks team looks like the team of the 90s a little bit because they play defense. Watch them play Cavaliers and how they play defense. It is it is grit. It is grizzled. They double-teaming cats. They are uh, reading the screens. They are coming to play. They are boarding. Like nobody, like that ball comes off the board, they're going to get it. They're on the court, they're diving, they're thriving. I'm just throwing out words now. But if you're a Knicks fan and the Knicks make it to the next round and then they lose in the next round, so what? Because we are witnessing a Knicks um, like resurgence 
Because all they have to do is not mess this up. Like, whatever team they have right now, don't mess it up. Leave it. Because you're witnessing something we have been praying for since 1999. And that's just a coherent Nick team that gives us a glimmer of hope. Here's where I'm going to sound crazy. The Knicks get past Cleveland, right? They get the winner of Miami and Milwaukee. Right now, Miami looks like they can make it. But let's say for they play Milwaukee. Milwaukee's going to be banged up. The Knicks have a true opportunity to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, which would, I'm telling you right now, Knicks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I watch every game from the bar in New York. I'm going to New York to watch the majority of those games. I can't go to the gangs. I can't afford to sit in Madison Square Garden. The nosebleeds is $400. That's absurd. But I will go and watch like two games at a bar in New York because I want to be there. I want to feel that. Because when I was a kid, I felt it. And I want to feel that again. You know, I really do. I had this whole segment I was going to I had this whole thing I was going to do. Um, the Clippers should call HR. I mean, not HR. Clippers should call customer service. They really should. And see if that was their return policy on Kawhi Leonard. Not Paul George as much, but Kawhi Leonard. They're like, what's the return policy? Like, everybody looks at the, probably looked at the Spurs like, oh my God, the Spurs. You gave that guy up. Looking back at it, you know, Greg Popper's like, I don't want the headache. I'd rather just lose every game because that guy is a headache. Like, he's like, what happened to him? He went from being like literally the next face of the NBA to like, you forget he's in the league. Like any, I'm just sorry. Anybody who just goes out their way to get like a New Balance endorsement, you know his elevator is not right. Like if you don't have a Nike, Reebok, Adidas endorsement, you know the classics, even Under Armour. Like eh, that, that dude's elevator don't do things the same way. Like he got that Willy Wonka elevator. All I'm saying is the Clippers need to look at their receipt and what their return policy is on Kawhi Leonard. Is it 30 days? Is it two years? Or do they need to get on the phone and actually speak to a manager and have this taken care of? Like, they need something. They need a credit. They need a bill credit or something. Because just think about this. A couple years ago, it was like three years ago, three, four years ago, the Clippers got Kawhi and Paul George and everybody was, and then the, the next guy, Kawhi, uh, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and then later Ben Simmons. And neither team has anything to show for it. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a chick. Not even a finals appearance. Not even a conference finals appearance. Like, how crazy is that? Like, they literally just wasted their time going after those guys. I'm telling you, they need to they need to call the customer service. They really do. Alright, we're gonna wrap up this segment. When I come back in the third segment, um, we're going to talk about the history of the NFL draft, some misses, and I'm going to have some fun with that. I'm not going to break down who's going to wear because this draft is lame, and I don't care. Anyway, well, I've been throwing some Ice Cube and Friday, and we'll be right back. This is hey, America's Tastiest Gaming Energy Drink of 2022 now is the official sponsor of Downright Sports. You can go to W.GG, and you can order a brand new starter kit, which will give you the shaker and two packs. If you use the promo code PLAYER1, you'll save 10% on that. It's the only energy drink. You don't got to worry about get, having any sugar. There's no artificial coloring. It gets you going, especially if you're up late, you're gaming, you're twitching, you're streaming. This is the energy drink just for you. 
And because you're a listener on Downray Sports, use the promo code PLAYER1. That's W.GG. You can also go into their Instagram and Facebook. It's Showtime. You know it ain't no stopping all the dogs I'm dropping. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. I got skin to spin on the hand. So let the games begin. Yakety yak. Don't talk back or a song. Calling up Earl on the car phone. Mac 10 just got out of court. Bowling through the hood in the super sport. Dropping too short. 18 got the rear view mirrors vibrating. And deep dish datings. You know how we do it. Ain't nothing to it but the floss. Overcrowded. Harrison Ross. Cause if you fuck with us, we leave scars. Out of GY cars. Living like stars. Might hit the highway on the Vegas run. Fool, cause it's Friday. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Standing outside on a Friday, living on the edge. Cause we all got them hard heads. It seems like we all are waiting for the drive by. Playing tag with Satan, but we chilling. Yeah, we ready and willing. You hear about the latest West Side killing? Foggy sipping, set tripping, foe dipping, pistol gripping, never slipping. BG's trying to hang out. But OG saying, take your little ass in the house. My big homie just got out. Used to be down, now he's just cracked out. He was about as hard as Dork Vader. In a sweatshirt, khakis, and Chuck Taylors. Just seen him in the driveway. Getting beat like a smoker, boom, cause it's Friday. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Chase the cat or settle for a hood rat. Dookie breaks, no dreadlocks. Flying in and out of town with half a chicken in a cock. And I love her, cause she down to fuck around with the underground. Pussy ham, and her ass is big, round and wide. Jacked up, make a nigga down the ride. Smoking in dope, playing that Super Nintendo. Hit a rat a tat on my window. Gave her ass that pelvic thrust. Don't trust the rubber, cause it's bound to bust. In the oven, in the nappy, I had on two, so I was happy. Cause that HIV will make your dick hang sideways. And that ain't cool, fool. Cause it's oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh, yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Throw the west side in the air. Throw the east side in the air.
right, let's wrap this one up, shall we? So the NFL draft is this Thursday and prime time. So if you're like basketball, you ain't going to see it. <laughs> if you like baseball, you ain't going to see it. Draft, draft, draft. Coverage across the board. Just draft everywhere. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be just wall to wall. I have no idea what's going to happen in the draft. And full disclosure, no, do I care? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I did not pay attention all year this year. I thought about it, and I was like, eh, I'm not going to pay attention. But when I was putting the show together, I was like, eh, let's have some fun with it. So um, I went to take a look at some of like historical drafts and stuff like that. And I started to think about a conversation I had when I was in college. And if I remember, I, I can't remember who's in the room. I know Shay Ron was in the room. I think Lonnie was in the room. I think Kendrell was in the room. Uh, I think Ramsey might have been in the room. But the biggest guys that was coming up the draft that year was Reggie Bush. That was, and I remember, like, everybody, Reggie, Reggie, he's going to change the game. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, you're looking at the future. And I was just like, what? Like, all I needed to see was when Reggie played in the uh, national championship game against Vince Young and Texas. And on that Reggie Bush team, it was him, Matt Liner, um, I think the quarter, the running back's name was something white. He was a beast, too. Mike Williams, I think, was on that team. And either way, it, that team was picked to win it all. And I mean, to, and they lost. And then it was pretty much a done deal. Reggie Bush was going to the NFL. He was going to be the next best thing. He was, going, he was a video game come to life. And then the Houston Texans must have saw something I saw because they didn't take him with the first pick. They took uh, Mario Williams. And I remember arguing with them and saying, yeah, go with the defensive player is your best bet because defenses win championships. Well, we didn't know Mario Williams was, you know, going to be, I think he was injury prone or stuff like that. But anyway, Reggie did not do what Reggie was supposed to do. Like, he just didn't happen. So here are a list of guys. I was like, eh, just didn't do what they were supposed to do. What did I do with that list? Did I not do it? I did. I don't have much time to look for this crap. Um, oh, so guys who had high potential and it just didn't happen. Uh, one guy was looking, William McGee. Remember him? Running back from Miami. Lot of hope. Lot of hope just didn't work out. You know, nobody remembers him. Um, Cadillac Williams went to Tampa Bay, drafted in 05 from Auburn. Great college running back, just didn't work out. Mike Williams, pretty decent. Derek Carr, and eh. Joey Harrington, who? Uh, Tim Couch. Look who went after Tim Couch. Look who Cleveland could have gotten. Donovan McNabb, Edwin James, Ricky Williams, Torrey Hall, Champ Bailey. All went after Tim Couch. You know who went 11th in that draft in 1999? Dante Culpepper. Like, Cleveland, also on that list with the Jets, just making dumb decisions, right? But, yeah. Those are the guys, like, Kellen Williams, if you played Madden 05 or Madden, like, 06, solid running back. You know what I'm saying? But was not what you wanted in the pros. Started looking at draft classes. Um, the draft, the, the 1967 draft class is has the most Hall of Famers. It's got 10 Hall of Famers. How crazy is that? 83's got eight names like 
John Elway, Eric Dickerson, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, uh, uh, Daryl Green, all in that class. Like, how crazy is that? The O's, uh, um, look at the old six class again. Mario Williams went one, Reggie went two, Finch Young went three, Matt Liner went ten, Jay Cutler went eleven, uh, De- De- um, D'Angelo Williams went tw- uh, 27th, who I thought should have went higher. Like, we, I remember being in the room with Ramsey, and we were like, yo, D'Angelo Williams is who I would have picked because he was in Memphis, and he was killing it. In fact, I think he was the rushing leader, if I'm not mistaken. He's like the college rushing leader, but nobody paid him any attention because he was in Memphis. Uh, if you look at the 81 draft class, they had eight Hall of Famers. Uh, Lawrence Taylor went two. Ronnie Lott went eight. Mike Singletary went in the second round at 38. Howie Long went in the second round at 48. Um, Chris Collinsworth went ahead of Mike Singletary. Chris Collinsworth, who does color commentary on NBC, if you watch the games. The 92 draft and the 84 draft have zero Hall of Famers. Like, how bugged is that? The 89 draft may be my favorite. Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, need I say more. The 88 draft, Tim Brown, Michael Irvin. Thurman Thompson, a lot of good wide receivers on that team. 85, Jerry Rice, Bruce Smith, Andre Reed. Tim and my buddy Joe, Uncle uh, Joe Sams, can't stand Bruce Smith because the way he got the rush, the, the record from Reggie, Reggie White. They can't stand him. Like, can't stand him. I did a quick fantasy draft, all-time fantasy draft. So if I had all the greatest, this is who I would pick. Now, my offense, real quick. Would be based on I want speed, get the ball in the air. You know, I like a quarterback that can move. So who would I pick with the first pick? I would take Steve Young. Second, Marshall Falk. Not because he's like one of my favorites, but basically he can catch in the backfield. He's going to do what I'm looking to do. My wide receivers, T.O., Michael Irvin. My tight end, Jeremy Shockey. My defensive end, Warren Sapp. Like my defense, I don't need more players. I just need Warren Sapp on the line. Then I'm going to have Lawrence Taylor. And then I have Deacon Jones, that's all you need, um, Brian Dawkins, Champ Bailey, Deion Sanders, and Ed Reed. The offensive line, whoever uh, was the offensive line for the 49ers in the 80s or the Cowboys of the 90s. Easy enough for everybody. I ain't got time to look at all the offensive line players. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Downright Sports may or may not be back next week. Uh, depends on how the schedule looks. One way, and uh, probably do a pop up based on how the NBA playoffs go. Uh, we will have a. Uh, I'm having surgery May 5th, so I can't do a show. I wanted to do a single de Mayo show, and I wanted to do a show that was going to be revolve around the 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 Triple Crown, uh, the Kentucky Derby. I was going to do a whole triple uh, Kentucky Derby show. Depending on how the surgery goes, that still may happen. But the surgery is supposed to be next week. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, thank you all for listening. Subscribe to Downray Sports on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Brent Reed 18 Facebook, subscribe at all the Downray Sports po- platforms. Download the podcast and like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere major podcasts are downloaded. Download the DJ Chase radio app so you can listen to the show at any time. And you listen to all kind of music from the independent world. From the pop culture world, because DJ Chase Radio is the home of the creative. That's right. Um, if you need an energy drink, go to doobie.com. Get your energy drink right now. Use the promo code Downright Sport. I'm um, no, 
Dang it. Use the promo code player one. Go to doobie.gg. Clean energy to help you better. Use the promo code player one. Um, and yeah, subscribe on YouTube. Almost forgot. Subscribe on the show on YouTube. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Be safe. And as always, deuces.
Hey, America's Tastiest Gaming Energy Drink of 2022 now is the official sponsor of Downright Sports. You can go to W.GG and you can order a brand new starter kit, which will give you the shaker and two packs. If you use the promo code PLAYER1, you'll save 10% on that. It's the only energy drink. You don't got to worry about having any sugar. There's no... Artificial coloring, it gets you going, especially if you're up late, you're gaming, you're twitching, you're streaming. This is the energy drink just for you. And because you're a listener on Downright Sports, use the promo code, Player One. That's W.GG. You can also go into their Instagram and Facebook. It's Shook Time.